0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, December 13th, 2018. I'm grinning because you're not going to believe this one. But anyway, before we get to that, a couple of announcements. Uh, We will have our last vid chat of 2018 tomorrow night at 6 30 u.s central time this will be the america's pacific vid chat we'll probably have some of our european and african friends in as well but tomorrow is the last vid chat of 2018 i'm front loading the vid chats this month in december because of the holidays and uh, i'm planning to have some company now uh, another announcement is i am hoping to interview mr richard dolan for the members Dialogues for this month, uh, that will be Monday. So if you have any questions or comments you'd like me to pass along to Mr. Dolan, please email them to me with dialogues, comments, and questions in the subject header in capitals. Uh, There's no guarantee that I'll get to any questions or comments, these uh, dialogues are not like the vid chats, but uh, I do at least want to provide the opportunity in case uh, somebody has a question that is, is I think germane to the discussion, I want to have with him. And um, anyway, let's get down to today's business. I had, I had literally to smoke a cigarette for this one because, folks, French President Emmanuel Macron has lost his mind. <laughs> if indeed he ever had one um <laughs> uh this is the guy remember that just a few weeks ago made the <laughs> made the statement uh president of france now that there's no such thing as french culture <laughs> okay <laughs> so forget all of that stuff <laughs> about and French cuisine, and literature, and so on you've been reading about, uh, because according to President Macron, there is no such thing. Well, I put a link up for you to an article that I want to kick off today's uh, news and views. Um, the, the, this article appeared on December 10th, 2018. I've linked it for you in the YouTube feed. And the title of the article is Macron pleads with protesters to honor France's <laughs> long legacy of peaceful revolutions. <laughs> and and if the headline if the headline isn't crazy enough, wait till you actually hear what he says in the article. And I'm reading just two paragraphs here. Quote. Um Macron pointed <laughs> to to the inspiring examples of the nation's heroes of the French Revolution and beyond (laughs) as examples of quiet, civil, political change that the protesters would do well to live up to. Quote, historically, we have always had civil discussions in France, When tensions arise, and I hope these protesters will live up to that legacy, unquote, he said, (laughs) quote, nothing is less inherently French. than Let's not forget that this is the same guy that said there is no French culture. (laughs) Quote, nothing is less inherently French than getting angry, destroying property, and killing a bunch of people during times of political strife let's try to remember how our political forebears would have handled this situation, unquote. While the president acknowledged that he bears some responsibility for the unrest, he assured rioters it was quote, nothing to lose our heads over, unquote, invoking the memory of those peaceful, quiet, discussing, rational individuals like Danton and Robespierre. (laughs) Okay, so um okay so in other words this guy is nuts all right uh and of course coming from coming from the investment banking community and being a kind of a Rothschild connected fellow this comes as no surprise to me but anyway I want to get to the main point today and this is an article that appeared on uh, global research news. And some of you may be familiar with this name. Um, I did a a series, a webinar in the members area on the website about modern Russia and the thinking that's going on in terms of formulating a role for the Russian state and their view of the world. And there is a Russian sociologist and intellectual behind all of this by the name of Alexander Dugan. Uh, this this gentleman has been quite controversial in this country. Uh, he's he's not so controversial in uh, Russia. Uh, he essentially is a sociologist who's challenging the American unipolar uh, globalist world order worldview. And this appeared on two days ago in Global Research News on December eleventh, two thousand eighteen. I want to read several paragraphs from Mr. Dugan's op-ed piece here, because I think he's nailing some very important things, and then I want to make a couple of observations of my own. Uh, The article's titled, The Uprising in France, The Anatomy of Populism and Challenging the Matrix. And he writes this, quote, Populist movements reject the classical political left-right scheme and do not follow any strict ideological attitudes, either right or left. This is the strength and success of populism. It does not play by the preset rules. Nevertheless, populism has its own logic. For all its spontaneity, it is quite possible to trace some logic and even the beginnings of a populist ideology taking shape before our eyes. Now, please note, this is something new, what he's saying. Classically, populism has not been driven ideologically, and what he's maintaining is you're watching the emergence of a kind of a nascent ideology, not only in Europe, but in this country. Let's continue. First of all, the fact that populist movements are directed against the political elite as a whole without making a distinction, whether it is right or left wing, is striking. This is the uprising of the periphery of society against its center. In his famous work, the American sociologist Christopher Lash designated the form of government that prevails in modern Western society as the, quote, elite revolution, unquote, unquote. And he's referring, um, I believe, to Christopher Lash's classic book, The Culture of Narcissism. All right. And if you have not read that book, it is a very penetrating analysis of the culture we find ourselves in now, Uh, the culture of lawlessness, uh, double standards amongst the elites, and so on and so forth. Continuing, Christopher Lash noted a new political trend. It is the elites that are destroying culture and European logos today. These new Western elites who have reached the pinnacle of power only by their resourcefulness and immense will to power are much worse and more destructive than the masses. An ordinary person still maintains some cultural traditions. Now, in other words, this this is flipping the whole analysis that has been more or less standard throughout uh, European culture, both East and West, that the elites preserve the culture. The masses are basically uncultured illiterates. What we've seen happen, and this is what Lash is arguing, is the elites are now the people without any culture, and it's the masses, the, the middle classes largely, that are trying to preserve it. Anyway, continue. It is almost impossible to find a pure proletarian, but the modern capitalist elites, who have no aristocraticism in their senses, are greedy for power, position, and comfort. At the same time, more and more marginal types began to penetrate into the new elite. Please let me read that again, because I think his observation here is dead on. Quote, at the same time, more and more marginal types began to penetrate into the new elite. People not from peripheral groups, but from minority groups, ethnic, cultural, religious, oftentimes sectarian and sexual became dominant among them. It is this perverted rabble, according to Christopher Lash, that forms the basis of the modern globalist elite, which destroys the foundation of civilization. Accordingly, populism, including the populism of the Yellow Jackets, can be viewed as a retaliatory uprising of the people against the elites who have completely lost their connection with society. The elites have built their own world in which double standards, norms of political correctness, and liberal demagogy reign. Macron is representative of the same type of new elite. It is curious that on the eve of elections, the French newspaper Libération published the headline, Do what you want, but vote for Macron. Now listen to this. This is an obvious paraphrase of Aleister Crowley, who proclaimed himself in the 20th century as the Antichrist and the Beast 666. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. In other words, obedient crowds should vote for Macron, not for some rational reason, but because his ideas of, and virtue, not because of his ideas and virtues, but simply because this is the imperative law of the ruling elite. And the disregard of the elites toward the obedient slain masses is so open that they do not even bother to to seduce them with impracticable promises. Vote for Macron because this is an order and it is not discussed. Vote and then you are free, otherwise you are deplorables, and that's all. In Italy, where half the population voted for right-wing populace of Lega and the second half for left-wing populace of the Stelle or the Five Star Movement, And together these parties managed to create the first populist government in history. Now let's stop and recall something very significant about what Dugan is suggesting here. He's suggesting that the old elite has been replaced by a new elite, which is not grounded in any sort of cultural phenomenon. It's just out to enhance its own technocratic power. Now let's recall something that has happened as we've watched the the western elites explode in this orgy of irrationality that the old guard has to a large extent passed on the death of david rockefeller we saw the death of uh, zbigniew brzezinski and all of the old brakes that were on from that old guard have been removed at least in the united states and we see the result and i think that's something worth mentioning back to Dugan. He says, quote, and now in France, and although in France there is practically no political contact between the right-wing populism of the National Front and the left-wing populism of Mélenchon, today it is united in the heroic revolt of the Yellow Vests. Yellow Vests are deplorables, both right and left, but not liberal left nor liberal right. The right-wing populists are terrified of the insane new elite policies regarding immigration and the destruction of the remnants of French identity. The left-wing populists are outraged by the disastrous economic policies of the liberals, who defend only the interest of big business. Macron is a protege of the Rothschilds, and that shows on which side he is. The Yellow Vest rebelled against Macron as against the ruling liberal elite, but today it is already no longer a movement of the classical right or left. Macron is left in support of migration, production, protection of minorities, and legalization of degeneracy and so-called cultural Marxism, but right, liberal right, in terms of economy, firmly defending the interests of big business and European bureaucracy. He is a pure globalist and i think this is the definition of globalism right there a complete backing of of the mega corporations and that kind of economy at the same time that you have an utter disdain for the middle class and national culture or for that matter civilizational culture that you have in europe He's a pure globalist, not disdaining a direct declaration of his belonging to Freemasonry, his famous hand sign representing a triangle. Even with direct satanic slogans, do what you want, vote for Macron. The revolt of the Yellow Vests is precisely against this combination of liberal right and liberal liberal left. Uh, And now skipping towards the end, this is Dugan kind of summing up his, his viewpoint of Macron. Macron is not a personal name. It is the label of the matrix. To achieve freedom, he needs to be annihilated. Thus sprach the yellow vests, and they speak the truth. Now, let me add my two cents. I, I've been saying, uh, particularly in the members' dialogues and in the members' vid chats even more so, and to a certain Extent in various interviews that the primary and principal problem that's going on right now is cultural It is not political and if you're attempting to understand things in purely old-fashioned political terms You're not going to get it. It is a globalist war I think on uh, The the cultural pillars that have made this Western culture possible So what we have in Dugan's thinking, and he's following to a certain extent Christopher Lash here, is that the culture now is what is being defended or attempting to be defended by this populist revolt, and it's that versus the global technocrats who really are not grounded in any sort of culture and not grounded in any sort of moral or ethical restraint. So in other words, the... the, culture gives rise to the rule of law you can't have a rule of law without agreed upon unstated cultural values and the globalists have simply the rule of the morally superior which they view of course as themselves this is why they're so fast and loose with the law because they don't they don't bind themselves to the culture um it's the culture in other words and I think here this is where Dugan is really making the the major point. It's the culture that is the primary opponent to the globalist agenda. So when you look at globalists, why is it that they they seem to support or get along well with authority structures like the papacy rather than classical historical Protestantism in, in the European culture or, for that matter, Eastern Orthodoxy. Well, the the reason is, is that that represents a centralized power structure, and that's what they're all about. Uh, the, the interesting thing here that I think is going to come out of this, if Dugan's analysis is correct, and I think to a large extent it is, is there's got to be some sort of... Uh, cultural peace of Westphalia, uh, there's got to be some sort of acknowledgement on the part of the globalists that their technocratic, culturalist agenda is simply not working. Otherwise, you're going to see a kind of a cultural 30 years war that, of course, and I invoked the peace of Westphalia for a good reason, that ultimately issued in those treaties that uh, more or less put the sanction of a kind of secular religious order into international law. Um, We're approaching the breakdown of that because the globalists simply are not listening and are totally unresponsive to the cultural concerns of the vast majority of the populace. And there's a good reason they're totally unresponsive. They have distanced themselves quite deliberately for the past, I would say, century and a half from any connection to the underpinnings of the very culture that they emerge from so it's kind of a case of the host eating uh, of the parasite eating the host at this point culturally and i don't think they're going to change but anyway an interesting analysis i want to put it up there i I will link it for you you can read it there are are a number of other interesting articles on the yellow vest phenomenon on global research news Uh, i'm not necessarily agreed with global research news all the time or the approach it takes But they do have some very interesting things. So anyway, that's it for today's news and views. Don't forget tomorrow we have the final vid chat of 2018. So please get your questions in. Remember, email them to me. Put vid chat questions all in capitals. uh, For the upcoming uh, dialogue with uh, Richard Dolan, if you have questions or comments. Uh, And again, there's no guarantee that I'll get to all of them or even any of them. But if you do have anything like that, Uh, Put dialogue, comments, questions for Richard Dolan in caps in the subject header of your email. So that's it, folks. Uh, News and views will continue. Um, There will be a news and views uh, next week, provided my schedule, I'll be getting ready for some company, uh, provided my schedule uh, permits it. And then there should be one on the 27th, again, provided my uh, schedule permits it. Uh, because I am having uh, a heavy a heavy round of company this month during the holidays. Uh, I have not made the schedules up for the news and views or the vid chats yet for the month of January. I'm working on getting a really cool guest, I hope, for uh, our, our members' dialogue in the month of January. Kind of a little surprise for everybody. But anyway, uh, we'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.